I cast out any spirit of unbelief. It's not mine. I'm not walking with it. I am healed and I receive right now. Fire of God, with the finger of God. on, but I want us to be the music. I want us to lift up our voices in praise. Okay, so whether it's just your spirit language, or whether it's high praises that you're going to sing, but I want you to just lift your voices up right now. There's something that needs to, you know, God's moving. The power of God is moving. 
but there's something that's blocking the fullness of it. And so we as a church have to come together as the body of Christ, as the army of God, and we need to actually command, well, by singing, that will command these things to go. Just by raising your voice, lifting your voice, lifting up the holiness of God. Lift up the holiness. He's holy. Lord, you're holy. Lord, you are holy and there's none like you. Lord, you are holy and there's none like you. Father, we thank you for your glorious presence. Lord, we thank you for the face-to-face -face encounters. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, that you want to encounter each and every one of us, Lord God, in a radical way. And we want to encounter you in a radical way today, Lord God. Let your glory come. Let your fire come. Let your power fill this room, Lord God. Let the presence of God be so evident. Let it be so strong, Lord God. Lord, I thank you for changing us, Lord, on the inside out. From the inside out. We thank you, Lord God. We are yours. And surrender to you, we will stay. And consecrated to you, we will live. Lord, I thank you for what you've done. We don't take your glory. We say all glory and all honor goes to you. But we say more, Lord. Come and do what only you can do. Lord, touch your people right now. Lord God, for those that are fatigued in the name of Jesus, I command spirits of fatigue to leave them in Jesus' name. For those that have those that have doubt, for those that have been struggling with discouragement, I command the discouragement to go right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, for they shall rise up as the army of God, for we are gathered together with Jesus Christ. He is, he is the chief cornerstone, and he is here, and he is in charge, and we look to you, Lord Jesus, and we say, come, Holy Spirit, have your way. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for what you continue to do. Thank you, Lord God, for your word. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you, Lord God, for raising, Lord God, for your children today, Lord God. Healing the sick today, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for opening up minds, understanding, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. You are the one that opens. You're the one that draws. You're the one that changes. You're the one that convicts. You're the one that instills in us the hope of God. You are the hope, the hope of glory. You are our hope. You are our present help in time of need. So we bless the name of the Lord. I bless the name of the Lord, my God. I bless the name of the Lord, my God. Thank you, Lord God. Just bless his name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus and all of God's children said. Amen. So what, what he's already started here and what he does, honestly, each and every time is God's glorious power. And when we come, we come with hunger, with expectation, and that's what I'm encouraging you guys to, to walk in and to ask more of because there's no limits. God doesn't put limits. Amen. He doesn't put limits on us. He, you know, there's no, the, the only limit is what we limit, right? Well, we're not going to limit him because I'm telling you, there's a, there's a walk Wow, there's a walk of faith that, that God is going to bring in our lives for the hungry. How many in here are really hungry? I think we're all pretty hungry. I think we're all really hungry. We're hungry for you, Jesus. We're so hungry for you. And so, so that's what delights his heart. That's what delights the heart of the Father is when we walk in the, in the hunger. We ask him for more. Just ask him. You don't need to, you know, just ask him. He's the one that will bring that in you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Today I want to talk, I want to, talk to you about uh, Powered by God's Design. I titled it Powered by God's Design. Do you know that you have been powered by His design? You know, there's nothing that we, we don't strive. This is not a striving. This is a yielding. 
Say, I live yielded in Christ. I, yield, I live yielded to Christ. So, powered, because there is a power of the Holy Spirit in you, powered by God and by His design. So, I titled this, uh, this subtitle, Six Keys to Live By. There are six keys that we're going to talk about. And uh, when we take this and we really make them our own, there's going to be a change. So we are designed by our Creator to walk in Holy Spirit power because of consistent relationship with Him. Because the key is our relationship with Him. Uh, relationship before power. Say relationship before power. Obedience before manifestation. And a set-apart life before glory, His glory revealed. A set-apart life before glory. A set-apart life before glory. So, I, I just listed three things here, and I'm going to repeat them. Relationship before power. Obedience before manifestation. And a set-apart life before glory, His glory revealed. This is what you can pray. You can bring this into your prayer closet and say, Lord God, I want the more, but I, I want to do it right. I want to walk in the obedience of God, and I want to make sure that, Lord God, I am. this, this is exactly what's pleasing unto your life and your, your heart. We can know that this is as we center ourselves on the Word. So let's turn to Ephesians 1.13. Because number one, point number one, is to know your relationship with the Father, that your relationship with the Father is sealed by the Holy Spirit. Say, I'm sealed by the Holy Spirit. This is called relationship, that you trusted and you believed and you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And Jesus modeled this for us throughout the whole New Testament. So I'm going to read it to you here, verse 13. It says, In Him you also trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. In Him you also trusted. You trusted in Him. You didn't trust in a circumstance. You didn't even trust in yourself. You trusted in Him. You still trust in Him before you see the promise fulfilled. You, you know, it's easy to trust after, but it's not really trust. Trusting before you see. In Him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth. Why do we why do we read the word? Why do we get the word engrafted in us? Why do we focus on the word? Because we trust in him as we hear the word, it causes your faith to rise up. It causes you to walk in ways you never walked before. You will have high speed in high places as you keep putting the word on the inside of you. You will recognize there's something you have that the world does not have, and that is the power of God's word. There, there may be a desperate situation, a difficult situation, situation, but the word in you is going to speak, and the word in you is going to change the circumstances in your in your presence. Amen? Amen? Amen. So it's important that if we're going to be empowered and empowered by God's design, that we look at this scripture in verse Ephesians 1.13, and it says, in him, in him we trust, in him we trusted after we heard the word of truth. So this is why you don't look at a circumstance and, and try to figure it out. You look at the word, and you let the word speak to the circumstance. We have to turn it. Right now, sometimes it's the other way around. We've got to switch it. You've got to be able to flip it. You've got to look at the circumstance and go run to the word and say, what does this say? What does the word say? Because the word of truth is going to change that situation. Amen? Amen. your faith will rise for that. Amen. The gospel of your salvation, in whom also having believed. Who do we believe? We believe in the Holy Ghost. We believe in the Father. We believe in the Son. These three are one. In Him. 
It says, in whom also having believed, we were sealed with the promise, the Holy Spirit of promise. So number one, relationship is key. Jesus modeled relationship all throughout. All throughout the New Testament, he modeled how we're to walk in relationship. See, walking empowered by God is not difficult, but it's walking in, in relationship. That's the key, right? And so when you get that, what it is, is, is a natural, it's just a natural byproduct of your time spent in his presence, of your time spent in his holy chambers. You know, my desire is that he continues to woo you into that place of holy passion and compassion. That yeah. holy, 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 set-apart life that this yeah. world has nothing for you Amen. at all. Because we're not of this world. Right? Amen. We're not of this world. And, right. and so we're, we're going to let God, oh Lord, draw us. Draw us yeah. in because of the power of the Holy Spirit yeah. that we've been sealed. Yeah. So number one is knowing your relationship with the Father is sealed. Amen? Number Amen. two. Yeah. Number two is know and experience face-to-face -face encounters with the King. If you're not having face-to-face -face encounters with the King, you should be and you can be. Know and to know and to experience Face-to-face -face encounters with the king. Uh, let's turn to John 17. For those that watch me on Facebook Live, know that we are going through the Gospel of John. We've been going through the Gospel of John, and we are going, and we're taking our time. We're letting the Holy Spirit direct. And so, uh, to me, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me how long it takes. What matters is that we get everything out of it, right? That we need to. And so um, I thought I would bring in some of that today. So John 17, and in starting in verse 5, and, and here what I, one of the points that I want to bring out before I read this is knowing and experiencing face-to-face -face divine encounters with the King with the glory, this is Jesus' words, with the glory that I had with you, Lord Jesus, not asking from selfish motives, but asking because he wants to always glorify the Father. Lord, Lord, let the glory that I had with you be on them. Now let's read verse 5. And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Before the world was, Jesus was. Right? But here on earth, he is saying, Oh God, glorify me together with yourselves. See, this is not a selfish prayer because there was no selfishness in him. None to be found. Amen? Amen. Sinless. Perfect. Perfect Lamb of God. But as for us, we will say, Lord God, cleanse and purify this vessel. Cleanse and purify us, O God, that we would pray the very same prayer because we didn't just come about when you were born. You already existed and you were already known before you were even in your mother's womb. The Lord already knew you and knew everything about you and he knit you in your mother's womb, right? Amen? But you were fashioned and formed and you were already known. So this prayer should be our prayer. Let's read it together. Verse 5, and now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Yeah, and so what he's saying here is he's saying, when your desire is all his desire, when you yearn for him completely, when you don't have any selfish motive, when you are seeking to really be that exact representation that he says we already are, we are a representation of Christ, right? It's his hands, his feet. We have to learn to walk in another way. Because you know what? 
The world will always try to pull you into normal Christianity, but there is no such thing. There is no such thing as normal Christianity. Amen. At least not on my watch and not how I believe. I believe that we are to be radical. I believe that we are to be love, lovesick lovers of the King. I believe that there's a realm of glory that God has for you. And that realm is for you to actually carry the torch. You are supposed to be leading the pack. You are supposed to be having the words of wisdom. We are supposed to be the ones leading up. Amen. Amen. Leading whatever he's called you to lead. Amen. Whatever that might be. Your leading might be on your face in your prayer closet. Amen. You're leading because you're changing nations on your knees. But you're leading. Amen. We have to understand. God chooses who he, whom he chooses. Right? Amen. To put up in front. But your leading isn't just what you see today as the person up in front. Your leading is in your wisdom. And it's in your quiet stillness of your heart. That's sold out to God. Your leading is when you're yeah. trustworthy. When yeah. God can send people to you. And you'll give them godly counsel. And done in secret. And nobody may know. But God sees it all. The glory of God can be revealed through you. Why? Because there's none of you that's trying to steal the glory. None of you. None yeah. of us. Lord, none of us. That's right. So, so if we're going to walk in some keys, if we're going to walk empowered, empowered by God's design, number one, it's going to be relationship. Always, always remember, strengthen. Let God strengthen that relationship within us. Amen. Number two, it's knowing and experiencing face-to-face -face encounters with the king. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to read a little bit more on this. Hallelujah. I'm going to read verse 6. I have manifested your name to the men whom you have given me, and out of the world, out of the world, it says they were yours. You gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Look at the confidence that God, that Jesus has in praying to the Father. They have kept your word. Immediately when I read that, I thought, Wow, Lord, you know, because there's. There were times that we didn't keep your word. Lord, there were, there were times that we didn't keep your word. But look at God's mercy. Look at his compassion. He's saying, for they have kept your word. Thank you, Father God, for your heart towards us. Amen. Amen. I have manifested your name. That means I've shown you. I've shown. I've displayed God's glorious display, his glory, his wonder. I have shown them. I have shown them the power of your name. Because his name is just not any name. His name is the name. The king of all kings. Amen? Amen. God of glory. God of power. God of majesty. Of which we sang this morning. God of glory. God of power. God of majesty. He says, I have manifested. I've shown them your name. To whom you have given me out of the world. We came out of the world. So therefore now we are not of the world. Amen. Amen. We've come out of something to be brought into something else. Amen. Don't you put yourself in what you came out of because that's not your call. You are called to walk not of this world. Amen. Amen. And Amen. so it says, they were yours and you gave them to me and they have kept your word. So when somebody believes in you, doesn't it make you want to do better? Yeah. Like when they believe in you, right? The yeah. affirmations of the Lord. It's like, wow, thank you, Lord. You know, and we do this. In the strength of God, of course. But I just love the heart of God towards his children. It's towards us. Hey, amen. Thank amen. you, Father. So when you, know, when you know who he really is, you pursue him with an unrelenting heart. You pursue him because you realize nothing in this world can satisfy like him. Any disappointment that you may have, you know what? Exchange it. For God's glory. Exchange it for God's pleasure. Exchange it. And you can do that in prayer by simply making a choice. I choose to exchange. I choose to get rid of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Number three, know that everything that you have is a gift from God and that you 
are gifted by God. So know that everything that you have is a gift from God, but also that you are gifted by God. So look at verse 7. Jesus still praying. He says, now they have known that all things which you have given me are from you. He's saying, now Lord, in my time of prayer, Jesus' time of prayer to the Lord for his disciples, he's saying, now Lord, he says, they know that all things that you have given me, says Jesus, are from you. Jesus himself says, all things that are given me, all gifts, everything that I have is, comes from my God, even though they're one. Even though they're one, because while he was on earth, he was a man. And he did so to explain and to show us that a life that's lived, yielded, in dependency to Christ is so possible. It is so possible. See, everything we have, every good and perfect gift, comes from the Father. Right? It comes from the Father. Um, we're we're going to get that scripture here in a moment. But every good and perfect gift comes from the Father of heavenly lights. James 1.17. And so, um, but not only that. But everything that God, Jesus had, came from God. See, that's why we don't have an excuse and we can't say, well, he was Jesus. He did these things because he is God. Are we hearing? Yes. I know sometimes some people are just like, their head is what? Because we're used to some lies being taught. We're used to some things that are not true. And so people sometimes believe that, well, Jesus, fully God, fully man, but yet he was still the anointed one. Of course he is. All that's true. And so because he is the anointed one, fully God, fully man, he can do all things. Nothing is nothing is too difficult. Nothing is too hard. He's got it all. That, But we are still mere humans. And so therefore, we have this limitation. But do you know that comes from man and not from God? That is not the will of the heart of God. Because actually, he says you should do greater things. Actually, he says that you are as he is in this world. So don't give me this one day thing. Don't give me this well, one day, you know. No, you are as he is in this world. So the problem here is, is our belief sometimes is believing a wrong thing, a lie. If it's wrong, it's a lie. And so we have to exchange that life for the truth. Because you know what? You should be the most on fire, the most excited, Amen. the most full of life, body of people, because you bear his name. Because we carry his name. We carry the name of King of Kings. We carry the name of Holy One. We carry the name of El Shaddai. Come on, he is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He says nothing is too difficult and nothing is too hard for me. Only believe. So when we believe, see it's not us, but it's Christ in us. When we believe the fullness of God in us, there's the fullness of God's Spirit in me. Amen. Not a partial, because there's no partial Holy Spirit. The yeah. fullness of God in me is also the same for you. So Jesus said, everything I have, I recognize as a gift from my Father. So we, we know everything we have is a gift. But when you read it, and you read Jesus admitting and saying everything is a gift, and you go, wow, you know, it just, it takes another layer of any it just take, removes another layer so that you can walk in the fullness of the revelation. He's admitting that every good and perfect gift, he's, he's realizing, he's not, he's speaking out. The gifts I have come from God. The Amen. gifts that you have come from God. Yeah. God sees, he knows exactly what to give, when to give it, how to give it. Amen? Yeah. But they all come from God. And not only that, but you are a gift. You are a gift unto the Lord. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank Amen. you, Father. So we get to celebrate. Amen. We get to yeah. celebrate who He is Amen. in us and who we are yeah. in Him. Because you are loved, 
by your maker, you are chosen and set apart before the creation of time. Amen. Right now, I'm going to have you just, I'm not done, I'm halfway through, but I want you to lift your hands up, and I want you to receive right now. Father, I want the fullness. Lord, let the revelation of this come, because I'm not going to just, you know, sometimes the enemy tries to bring this film, this blanket over you, but oh no, oh no, in the name of Jesus, I decree a freedom, uh, your mind to open up, to receive the fullness. You are on fire. I decree the fire of God over you right now. The filling of His Holy Spirit on you right now. That there is nothing you cannot do if God's called you to it. And if He's called you to it, you're not only going to do it, but you're going to do it well. You're going to be victorious. In the mighty name of Jesus, praise you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you for a relationship with your Son. Thank you, Lord God, that we get to have a relationship with Jesus. Thank you that that relationship changes everything in our lives. It changes everything. We went from barely being able to do anything at all to be to, to being the head and not the tail, to, to being victorious in every situation. When we don't know, we know the one who does know, and we run to you, Father. So we bless you and we thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Let's, let's look at point number four. And that is verse 8. But first let me tell you the point. Know that he has given us the words of life, which are power. Know. We have to know this in our heart and in our mind and our will. We have to know that he's given us the words of life, which are, they are power. They're not just powerful. God's words are powerful, true. But they are powerful. They're in, embodied in power. His words. That's why when we read it, and I speak so much about speaking it out, you're speaking out the word of power. Not just the powerful word, but it's the word that has encapsulated power. Yeah. That's what's going out. Yeah. That is exactly what's going out. Amen. So it says, no, this is what I wrote, point four. Know that he has given us the words of life, which they are power. Not only do they carry power, but they are power. <clears throat> Jesus, which is the word. Let's verse, look at verse 8. For I have given to them the words which you have given to me, and they have received them, and they know, they, and they have known surely that I have come from you, and that they have believed that you sent me. What did Jesus do? <clears throat> Jesus said to the Father, he says, I have given to them the words which you have given to me. Who are we to model after? We are to model after Jesus. What did Jesus do? He said, I have given to them the words that you've given to me. What are you giving to others? Because we should be giving to others the words that Jesus has given to, to us. God has given them to him. He has given them to us. We are called to give those out. We are called Amen. to give out the word. The word which is never changing. The word, right? Amen? Which is full of power, full of strength, full it's all true. We are called, whether it's received or not is not the issue, but we are called to give the word Amen. of truth out. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so you got to know, you, you, have, you must know this. This has got to be ingrained within you. The, the, the knowing, knowing that God has sent me. See, I have no doubt. I know that I'm anointed. Do you know that you're anointed? Yeah. yeah. Do you know that you're anointed by God to do the will of God every moment of the day? Yes. Because if you don't know, it's time for you to know. It's time for you Amen. to recognize this is exactly God's will for you. It is exactly God's will for you to walk in dunamis power. And he Amen. said it in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. He said that it's the power of God, right, that he was, he was giving, he was going to go. He says, 
But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses. You will be my witnesses in Acts 1.8. And not only that, but then he also said in Luke 24.49 to tarry until that power comes. Yeah. Now, we, you and I both know that that power has already come because of the Holy yeah. Spirit, right? But yeah. yet, even with that, even with that, you have the power of the Holy Spirit because he is with you at all times. But then there is a manifestation of his power that we must wait for. Mm. There's two things here, church. One is we have the power of the Holy Spirit and he, he's in us, he walks with us, he moves with us, he lives with us, right, within us. But then there's also a manifestation of the Spirit and that's specific for such a time as this, like for whatever's in front of you. And that's what we say, Lord, I seek you. And you seek him, and you 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 decree his his goodness. You decree his kingdom to come. And as you wait, and as what are you doing in the waiting? You know that he is about ready to flood this place with his glory. You know that he's about ready to open up the windows of heaven. See, this is called relationship, which is really the key of this whole thing. It's relationship. See, how do I know? Because I trust. I just trust him. How, but what if he didn't come through? It's impossible. It's impossible. My God always comes through because he says he's always with me. He says, I'll never leave you, never forsake you. How, how do you know this is going to be? Because he's consistent. His word is consistent. And his word says that he's not a man that he should lie. So, so there's two things. Number one is we are filled with the dunamis power of the Holy Spirit. It already happened on the day of Pentecost. And Jesus already said it in Joel and in Acts, right? He's going to pour out his spirit. But then the other one is that manifestation for that specific need right here that's in front of your face. You get to learn how to really tap into the heavens and receive and pull down that immediate need, that immediate glory, that immediate healing. Does this make sense to you, yeah. to the church? Yeah. And so how do we do that? By tarrying. That's why I brought up the scripture in Luke 24, I think it was. Luke 24, 49. About tarry until you receive, because that's a key. So you know, have you ever seen people wanting to go and pray and they don't even ask? The Lord, there's no interaction with the Lord. They're just going to go and they're going to pray. And it's like, wait, wait, wait. Unless God has already spoken to you, unless you really know, okay, unless you already know. Or See, here's the thing. Sometimes you're so filled with the Holy Spirit that there's an, there's an automatic flow. Other times, it's not. And it's just you. That's when you need to make sure you're waiting. Make sure you hear from the Lord. Make sure that you go with an understanding of, Lord, what's your heart in this situation? And then let the windows of heaven be opened up over that individual or Amen. over yourself. Pray this over yourself. Make sure you're praying this over yourself. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So number four, that's knowing. Knowing that the words of life, which is the word of God, carry, it carries power. And number five, know that Jesus is still praying for you. The King of Kings still speaks your name in prayer. Oh, when he said that to me. The King of Kings still speaks your name in prayer. Amen. I don't know about you, but the, I was like, oh, Lord, that's so good. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Now you still speak my name in prayer. Let's look at verse 9, John 17, verse 9. For He says, I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. You know, and we know there's another scripture that talks about about uh, God interceding constantly, and that's Romans 8.34. That's one of the places. Romans 8.34 says, Who then is the one who condemns? Well, we know it's the enemy, right? 
Christ Jesus, who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God, and he is, he is interceding for us. Amen. Jesus is constantly interceding for us. He is your strength when you're weak. Amen. He is your sight when you have none. He is your hope when your hope is, is, is trying to be destroyed. Something is going on. He is everything. He is your glory. He is the lifter of your head. Amen? Amen. He is the one that will show you yes. things to come. Amen. Give you wisdom and insight. Yes. Amen. You know the things that, that sometimes we don't know about, that we do need to know about? The word says that the secrets of the Lord are with those who fear Him. And yes. He will make them known. To Amen. his beloveds. Amen. How many of you Amen. in this room would say, I Amen. am the beloved of the Lord? Amen. I know I am above the beloved. Okay, so that's only half of you. So I'm going to ask you again. I want, I want to see hands because, man, we got to go backwards and we need to preach a salvation message if that's the case. That we were all saved, sealed, delivered. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost on fire. God's doing this power. Let's try that again. How many know that they are the beloveds of the Lord? Like you know your walk with God. If you don't know that, if you don't know that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, then don't raise your hand. That's basically another way of saying it. If you don't know that Jesus, and I and I appreciate honesty in this room. If you don't know that Jesus is your Lord and your Savior, then that is then then the honesty thing is I don't know that He is for sure. I don't know. So right now I'm just going to because not everybody raise their hands. So I am going to just explain really quick. And now listen, you know who I'm talking to because you didn't raise your hand. Um, and so I really want you to, I'm not going to ask you to come up, so I want you to relax, take a big deep breath. <laughs> She's not going to make me stand up. She's not going to make me come out. No, but, I, but it's, you know, when souls are at stake, right? And so this is a moment that I have with you. I don't know if I'll see you again. And so I want to make sure I see you again in heaven. So here's the thing. You know that God... Almighty God, King of Kings, right? That He's created each and every one of us. He's created us. His Word tells us that He, we are created in the image and in the likeness of God, Amen. and that, and that because of sin in the world, that there was that that G, God sent His Son Jesus, perfectly and completely God and man while He was on earth, but sinless, sinless. And Jesus came willingly. He is God, but He came willingly to actually receive all of our sins, all of mankind. For once and for all, right? All of our sins, past, present, and future, for eternity, Amen. receiving them upon himself, on Amen. his body, he took our punishment, he took our place, so that we wouldn't have to. Because the Bible says there is only one way to heaven. There's not multiple roads to heaven, right? The world tries to tell you there's multiple roads, but it's a lie. It's, it's not true. It's wrong. And the Bible says that there's only one road. There's a, Jesus is the way. He's the life and he's the truth. And Amen. no man comes to the Father except through Jesus, the Son. And so that means we get to receive the finished work that Jesus did for us on the cross, not because of our good works, but because it's already done. It's a Amen. done deal. It's called grace. It's Amen. called mercy. It's called God's goodness. Amen. It's called His loving kindness. Amen. It's called a divine exchange. So I've said these different things about relationship, about experiencing face-to-face -face encounters with the King, about knowing everything you have is a gift from God, even Jesus Himself said it, about knowing that the power of God's Word, Jesus said, I received it from God, I gave it to them. We must, must do the same. About knowing Jesus is always praying for us. So everything we do, we don't do it on our own strength. We're, we got the, the greatest person praying for us. Amen? Amen. And then number six, now, with all that said, will you let his glory shine through you? Because he wants us to say yes. 
There Amen. must be a yes, yes in our spirit. Amen. You know, it is his desire to be glorified through us. Look at verse 10. Verse 10, John 17. And all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. Is, is Jesus glorified in you? Because that's what he desires. Amen. He desires for us to live such a laid down life that he is glorified even through us. That what we say, what we do, we glorify our king. This is something that he will continue to draw to help you to do, but it should be a prayer of ours. Amen. 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 Father, we thank you for your yes. word and for the power of your word. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We give you all glory and all honor for what you did here this morning already and what you continue to do, Lord God. Lord, I thank you that we get to be glory carriers. The glory that you've given, Jesus said, the glory that you have given me, I have given to them. So we're, we're glory carriers. That's actually who you are. You're a carrier of his glory. So, but we have to come into that awareness before we give it out. Because you can't give out what you don't even have, or what you don't realize, or what you don't understand. You can't give it out. But when, you, when it's yours, when you own it, now you can give it. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Abba, in the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. and all of God's children said, Amen. Amen.